Hello, uh, welcome to another episode of Tech in Tech. Today we have with us a very special guest, David Morales. David is the CIO at Western Governors University. And David, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Dipesh, for having me. I'm happy to be here. Great. Um, you know, David, everybody's heard about Western Governors University. I think you guys are doing some phenomenal job uh, in terms of imparting digital learning. Uh, you know, why don't we start with an introduction about yourself, how you got into education, and you know, just in general, how have you been the last few last few years and month? Fantastic. I'll be happy to do so. Um, so I'm a, a by trade, I'm a software engineer. I've been doing technology for almost 20 years. Uh, I've had the opportunity to work for uh, some government institutions. Uh, or agencies, and I had an opportunity to work for big retail companies, Fortune One, uh, Walmart, and uh, doing technology, focus on customers, making sure that the technology are enabling the customers to uh, do the best. Some customers may be uh, shoppers or some could be scientists. Uh, I had an opportunity to work for uh, uh, government agencies that were focused on supporting uh, local scientists also now having the opportunity to change uh, the lives of several individuals by bringing them the path of opportunity through education and, and helping students. Um, I've done so much in software engineering that my background uh, went beyond software engineering to infrastructure because I'm a firm believer that if you're going to do software, you really need to understand the infrastructure your software is running in. So I've had an opportunity to actually build a private cloud for the previous company that I worked for uh, with a great uh, group of engineers. So I learned a lot about infrastructure and I apply that uh, in those principles as we bring technology to bear to make sure that we have that availability for for those consuming the technology. Great. Um, I think that's, that's wonderful. So David, one question that I have and I see your profile and I see your career path. How is the move into EdTech? How do you see this, the technology in the EdTech space? Different from different from the previous roles that you worked on, and more importantly, given the last few years, right? Uh, how do you see that changing? What what is the difference that you see, and what are the similarities that you see in your current technology domain compared to your previous roles? That's a great question, Dipesh. Let me tell you, and I'll be extremely honest to you. As I I joined the uh, higher education environment. One of the things that I learned uh, quite uh, rapidly was that the industry is just not up to par to other industries in which I've been involved in, meaning the technology has not uh, uh, grown as much as has grown in different areas. And there is still a lot of room for collaboration across uh, a technologist to improve the industry. What do I mean with that? Uh, there's a lot of uh, lack of open source projects. There's a lot of uh, lack of understanding of what a big infrastructure or architecture or design of your software can do. So we're trying to change that. Uh, as I joined WGU, Western Governors University, we are 100% laser focused on helping our students be successful. We want them to win. Uh, the only way for us to win is if they do as well. So we have been in uh, working with other institutions, working with government agencies, working with uh, companies, big companies into changing the technology so we can serve the students better 
And we have started several open source projects. We are uh, having um, coalitions of big groups of networks to, to start thinking more about how can we not only uh, improve uh, higher education, but the technology that enables that higher education. So a lot of work to come, but I, I am so uh, enthusiastic about the work that we've done and that I see the industry going towards. Great. What I find so interesting about the open source, and we'll delve into that a little bit later, is that, uh, you know, the open sharing of, because I think it's not a zero-sum game, right? I mean, the more you share, the better everyone gets at this. And more importantly, the biggest beneficiaries of these of this collaboration are students. Uh, and that's I think that helps just everyone. So my question to you is that how do you, and Western Governors has been, you know, one of the things that I like that you've been online since the inception. Um, so you were in a way better prepared for what happened in the last year, year and a half, and what is continuing to happen. However, what did you see as an impact? Like, did you see a sudden growth in your scale? Uh, and how were you able to manage that? Can you just give me a, an idea of what happened in the last year since the pandemic broke out? How, and as I said, you were better prepared, but how did you tackle some of those areas? And how did you ensure that student experience improves and you know they are able to get what they want to get? I'll be happy to. Um, I will say that um, at WDU, using technology is the backbone for our students' learning and uh, truly solving uh, through the competency-based model that we serve, we also solve for the time management and, and everything that comes in a uh, as a, a whole view in an online uh, approach of learning. So I would say that, uh, yes, since inception, WGU has been an online university and we've been learning a lot through the almost 25 years that we've been uh, supporting students. Um, that has helped us serve them better through these changes. We see an increase of opportunity. More than, than changes or challenges during this uh, crazy pandemic time, we see them more as of opportunities to better serve those students, to uh, better um, collaborate with other groups or institutions into serving those that are in need to change that path. We see opportunities for a lot of people that were impacted uh, through this pandemic and perhaps lost their jobs, uh, they are looking to upscale their uh, skills. They're looking to improve and obtain better jobs. So this is a great opportunity for us to deliver that education that they're looking for through any uh, device, anytime and anywhere, right? So if any, we see this pandemic accelerating the roadmap to innovation to deliver education for those that are looking for that opportunity. Great, and I cannot agree more there, David. I think those are some fantastic points. One of the things that always, you know, um, I'm amazed by is that the scale that you have, the number of students that you have, and I do see a lot of efforts in personalizing experiences for that scale. And it's not an easy task, right? So how do you manage to get there? Like you have a huge student base, but you work on personalizing experiences for them. And that's that's a challenge that a lot of people in the industry are grappling with. So what are the things that you do in order to get there? How do you make learning personal for all these students? 
That is a fantastic question. Uh, let me tell you the very first, the first thing that comes to my mind as you were uh, uh, posting your question is that I am extremely lucky and blessed to be working with such great talent uh, from our academics group to our operations group to our marketing, all the different groups that we're working together to help our students. We really care about the one. As a matter of fact, one of our cultural beliefs is one by one, meaning we care about the personalization uh, needs for every single student because uh, when we are firm believers that uh, uh, talent is universal, opportunity may not be, and we want to serve all the different type of uh, 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 students that are out there that we can help and assist. So we work in... Uh, our academics group is always trying to reinvent how we personalize for every single student, which then translates to the educate to the technology that supports that education uh, to the point that we are, are planning and actually working already in bringing artificial intelligence to help us with a, a progressive persistent profile that will enable us to understand the uniqueness of our students, uh, their background, where they're coming from. Uh, how can we enable those that have historically been underserved and make sure that they have that um, opportunity that everyone deserves? So we are investing. You know, that's a university. Uh, our president is keen on making sure that we focus on the one and we personalize to the point that we're investing in in new technology and in open source projects and specifically managing that data that enables that personalization path for every single one of our students. I must confess that is not necessarily easy, but it is definitely worth it because we can see the, the value and the success in our students uh, when we tailor that education to that individual. Got it. And you know, as I mentioned, it's not an easy feat, um, especially at the scale that you're looking at. So I think that's, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of effort that goes behind that. Um, and just to ensure that students get what they deserve. You mentioned about open source in one of the previous answers, and you also highlighted that over here. Do you want to talk a little bit about in terms of how are you help, how are you collaborating, providing this open source? Um, and what are the things that you see, what are the promises that you see by being there, by doing that kind of an activity? So we are, uh, as a technology group, uh, in most technology areas and industries, we'll tell you that we use open source uh, in many different, uh, or from many different perspectives. Um, why? Because we believe in the power of a community and building software to be better across uh, more uh, talented engineers is always better than just to have one group of individuals trying to solve for everybody. Having the opportunity to open source, it also enables the personalization of how you consume that software so you can focus on the uh, community you're trying to serve. So as such, uh, and as I mentioned earlier, I have seen that in the technology uh, or education uh, or ed tech, uh, in the educational technology, I see a lack of uh, work working together as a community to build uh, products that will enable the better service of uh, the, our students. And we in at, at WGU, we are actually about to launch our very first open source project in the coming uh, month. 
in which we are uh, going to uh, employers, we are going into other institutions to say, hey, we're working on a product. We believe about this product such that we invested in uh, building the product into its first phase. Let me put the code out there for everyone to uh, utilize it. Because at WGU, we're not only about us being successful. We want everyone to be successful. So we help our students and uh, come in and make it better. Help us make it better. Help us improve it. Uh, I am extremely happy to say that because we are a non-for-profit organization and we, I feel strong about this, we are focused on the right things, which is helping those communities, helping those students be successful and truly have that uh, proximity to that opportunity, we are happy to say, hey, this is working well for us. Let me put it out there. So number one, one, you can take advantage of it. And number two, you can help us make it better. Yeah, we do have amazing individuals helping us make that product better, but we still feel that uh, uh, the more the merrier, right? The more people that can help us make products better. And we are always constantly looking for opportunities of synergy across other technology groups, other technology uh, companies out there that are doing uh, work in uh, the educational uh, industry to figure out how we can work and achieve more better, not only for WGU, but for the for the industry, because the end result is helping our students. Yep, and, and that's that's a great point. I think one of the things that that is you've, we've seen is the rise in the demand for upskilling and reskilling. Uh, my employers, I mean, not just not just people, not just individuals, but also employers who are keen on upskilling, continuing to skill their their workforce, um, helping them get better. In fact, I was talking to somebody at Udemy the other day, and one of the things that they mentioned was how they are getting learning on different devices, not just going beyond traditional web and mobile. Um, you know, let's say Alexa's or even TVs. So I think that trend that I see of learning everywhere, and now that you've mentioned the open source and collaborative nature, I'm very excited about this sector, and I'm very excited about what the future holds. So yeah, I think that those those are some very good points. Thanks, David. I'm so happy you mentioned Dipesh. Sorry that I interrupted you there for a second. Mm -hmm. um, I'll add to, to your thought process. At WGU, one of the things that attracted me to WGU uh, was the vision of our uh, chief academic officer as well as our president about how to how we want to serve our students. We, I think everyone is going through this digital transformation, right? And for us uh, at WGU, when I joined WGU, I can tell you, yeah, since inception, it's been an online university. But our intention is to be anytime, anywhere, and through any device. So being more digital, right? We are changing as a society. We utilize our mobile phone for everything. Now we talk to devices and the devices will follow our, our commands, right? We are constantly evolving as a society. So the actual education technology has to evolve as well to take us to where our, our uh, students of the present want to be, right? So uh, we are working so hard in making sure that we're mobile first, that we are able to stream, that we're able to uh, reach to our students anytime, anywhere. We're actually working on this, um, the future, what we call the next generation experience. 
because we really uh, are wanting to deliver for our students through uh, now uh, you go to your TV and you're capable of, of uh, accessing content there. You're able to do it on your mobile. You're able to do it on, on uh, devices that you speak directly to. So we're, we're working on that. It's, it's a great thing that you brought that up because I think that everybody should be uh, going through this digital transformation to serve our society. Now we are very uh, uh, technically inclined to consume the services through uh, mobile devices or more than just our computer sitting in front of us. Yes, absolutely. And you know, I was, was giving this example, I was talking to my wife the other day. We have a three-year-old. He talks to Alexa better than we speak between ourselves. So you know, I see that, I see the future generation getting comfortable with these other devices. You know, we are comfortable with laptop, mobile, but they are getting comfortable with Alexa's, you know, with the smartwatches, with the TV. So I think you're so right about that. Um, and, and, and that's great to see that you're working on, on that because I think the future of learning that anytime, anywhere, so anywhere is what you spoke about. I also see anytime as, let's say a, a trend is a technology is trending right now. You don't, have, you don't have to wait for six months to get that knowledge about the technology. You can get the knowledge of the technology maybe tomorrow, you know, so the rate of getting the knowledge out is also improving. So anytime and anywhere in the truest sense of the term, I think, I think I'm very excited about that future. Yes, yes, indeed. Imagine us getting to a point in which, uh, as a student, you're always on the run, right? Specifically, uh, if you are uh, working full time and you're also going to university to obtain a better degree or a, a higher degree, you uh, imagine a world in which you just talk to your device, call it uh, Alexa, call it Siri, call it Google, and say, hey, make sure you download my uh, next uh, reading assignment. Some I'm flying and automatically we have that ready for you. And you have to not to worry about, oh, I need to go to the mobile application, go into the content, press download and then have it ready for me. Now, we want our students to go through this uh, seamlessly such that enables them to achieve more within the time frame they have. So, yeah, great, great time to be in technology and, and also in education. Absolutely. No, we spoke about really good things, uh, David. I think some amazing trends. Uh, and these are not trends anymore than they are actually work, being worked on at this point in time. But let me talk, let me ask you that, you know, obviously all of this doesn't come with its own set of challenges or, you know, what do you see? What could be the, the not the risks, uh, challenges maybe that, you know, you see when you're building on that? And what do you think? How can we as an education technology community, or I'm sure you, how do you plan to work on those? Are there any particular areas that you are mindful of or you're seeing that in the, are those are your radar? Um, there are. I would say uh, the very first one is, um, or the challenges that I'm facing, the first one, it would be uh, the talent. The talent that we need to come in and help us build this technology and this new path to uh, deliverance of our services to our students. Um, as, as a country, I think that we are going through a hard time in, in finding all the, te uh, the technologists that we need to do all the changes we are planning to do. Uh, that is one. And then the second one I would say that is, is mostly focused on our students is how can we move as fast as we can 
to deliver for them so they can continue to uh, accelerate their education such that it enables them to obtain a uh, a better uh, return of their investment. And, and investment, I not only mean financial, but also of time and everything there is. So how can we manage all this, go faster, while at the same time, build a talent that is going to build it? I think those are the two main challenges that we're facing. And if there was a third one, how can we, in a, specifically in education technology, how can we start having uh, communities or start getting uh, momentum across different organizations for all of us to start working together and deliver uh, that technology that is required for all the students, no matter if you're a traditional university or if you're a competency-based university, uh, how can we empower as, as a community of higher education looking for the technology how can we all work together and embrace a model in which uh, we deliver for our students altogether? Those would be the yeah. main challenge. Yes, I think uh, you really hit the nail on the head by the, the talent. I think everybody is seeing that. Uh, and that kind of impacts some of the other areas that you mentioned, right? Like lack of talent also leads to slowing down of execution. So yeah, I think uh, we are able to get and you're able to surpass that challenge. but those are some great points. Now, you know, we spoke about the future in some way, but where do you see the future of EdTech uh, overall? You know, just, you know, what you mentioned, is there anything, any particular trend that you see mentioned anytime, anywhere? Are there anything else that you're seeing where EdTech moving in, moving towards? Um, I, I dream of a future in which our students uh, see obtaining education, not only as something that they need to invest time, but something that is uh, so easy to access through the technology they have at their fingertips that uh, we, all of us, are constantly continue to increase our knowledge and our education and continue to uh, do better and getting closer to those opportunities that education definitely brings to all of us. Um, I think that uh, a lot of the technology that is out there is enabling us to get there, uh, my dream is how can we make that happen faster? Because there are so many communities out there that for whatever reason are not able to obtain the, uh, the path towards opportunity that is brought to you by uh, education that uh, we need to accelerate this as fast as possible. So I guess a specific trends, anytime, anywhere, through any device is pretty much what I see. Uh, utilizing uh, data, uh, uh, AI to enable the personalization of those students. But my dream is to make it happen faster, faster and, and better for those students because uh, there's so many uh, populations out there that have been historically underserved that they do deserve the best we can offer to make this happen faster. Absolutely. And I think technology, that's the biggest win for technology is to be able to help these people and help people. Uh, so your future doesn't depend on the zip code where you're born. I think that's, I would, in my opinion, I think that is the biggest win for technology because everything that we do in education should somewhere revolve around that. So I think that was, those are some great point, David. It was great talking to you, David. Do you have any parting comments for your peers, you know, your students, anything that you'd like to share? 
I would say to my peers out there,、um, we must remain focused on our students. And it's so interesting that I say our students. I was talking to some individuals、uh, in a conference, and they said, "Why do you keep saying our students? Are you teaching? Are you a teacher?" I said, "No, but I I am part of a university, and I am part of enabling the students to be successful." So, to all my peers, we must remain focused on helping the students. And we must、uh, continuously improve the technology that enhances the student experience,、uh, so we ensure that they complete their their path towards success.、Um, my call would be for my peers, like, yeah, let's just continue to stay focused. Let's continue to deliver on that technology.、Uh, we can definitely enable people、uh, that. Haven't had a chance to obtain this education through technology,、uh, and through and to my to the students out there,、um, I would say, hey, we're we're working to enable you to be successful. We are、uh, trying our best, but I've learned through my experience that the best ideas always do come from those consuming that technology. So don't shy away from sharing your your ideas about. What do you see that this technology could help you do better, or what changes you want to see in that technology? And start dreaming of that state, and let us know. Let us help you get there because we are here to support you. Fantastic, David.、Uh, this is it was great having you. I think you shared some amazing insight. Thank you so much for joining me today, and it was great talking to you. Thank you so very much. My pleasure. Thanks. Thanks.